Hi, my name is Jackie, and this is Alive and Active. This podcast is a weekly devotional where we will study scripture and challenge one another to a lifestyle that is fully alive in Christ. In this devotional, I will challenge you to actively pursue what God says and how we can apply it to our lives. So grab your Bible and your favorite beverage, and let's dig in together. Welcome back. I hope you had a great week. Like most of you, I've been trying to stay busy with projects to keep myself sane during the quarantine. I'm so proud of you for listening and taking the time to focus on what matters most. We live in some crazy times right now, and it would be so easy to watch the news and panic. It would be easy to spend our time in front of the TV or scrolling through Facebook and Instagram to numb us from reality. But instead, you are choosing to be here, ready and willing to set aside temporary things to put your focus and energy into eternal things. I know God's word doesn't come back void, and he is so faithful to fill you up and give you what you need. So last week in my personal quiet time, I started reading one of my favorite books in the Bible, Ephesians. Romans and Ephesians are my favorite books of the Bible. If you're new to studying the Bible, I suggest starting in one of the Gospels, like the book of John, because the story of Jesus and the significance of the cross is our foundation as Christians. After studying the Gospel, you might want to start looking into how to live out your faith and love for Christ. That's exactly why books like Ephesians and Romans were written. Regardless of what season you are in, whether it's a new believer or or you practically came out of the womb holding a Bible and your first words were Jesus, we all should spend time remembering the gospel, its significance, and how to live out our faith. One of my favorite sayings is it's a journey, not a destination. Ephesians was one of the first books that I studied as a new believer over 10 years ago, and it's been a favorite that I like to revisit every since. I mainly love it because it speaks so much to our identity and reminds us of who we are and what we have inherited through our faith. As I was reflecting on what my next couple of episodes would look like, I felt led to talk about identity and where our foundation comes from. So for the next couple of weeks, we will try to unpack our identity found in Christ. Before we discuss how God sees us, I think it's important to be reminded of our foundation. So more specifically, our topic today is about the significance of the cross. Before I dig into that, let me give you a side note about myself in hopes that you will see where my heart is in making this podcast and hope that you can be inspired and relate to it. I'm a teacher. I've taught elementary students for seven years now. It's a job I really love and I don't take lightly. I believe teaching is the greatest calling because I get to take part in raising up the next generation. If you want to change the world, we need to invest in our kids. I love teaching because I'm a small stepping stone in someone else's future. So remember last week I said that starting a podcast was out of my comfort zone, mainly out of fear? Yeah, I take my teaching job seriously, but I think it takes on a whole new weight when teaching God's holy and eternal word and blasting it on the internet for public domain. So one of my fears has been to give God's alive and active word justice. His thoughts are so much bigger and his ways are so much higher than mine. Like me, maybe you feel overwhelmed that the Bible is a lot to unpack. And because it's alive and active, one verse can take on a whole different meaning from one person to the next. Honestly, I feel a little over my head here. When I felt God leading my next episode to be about the significance of the cross, my first thoughts were, that is so deep. 
That is so holy. That is so big. Really? So we are just going to dive right into this thing. You're not even going to ease me into it at all, huh? So I'm going to be bold and vulnerable right now. And I'm going to ask if we can just take a moment to pause and pray for one another. I understand that's out of the ordinary for most podcasters. If you're still with me, then you're awesome. I realize you are probably just now getting to know me through this podcast, so I'm going to ask you to hang in there with me, okay? I just honestly cannot present this to you on my own. I need God to take over. He asked me to do this, so here I am, Lord. Use me because I'm not significant, but I know that God that lives and dwells within me is. So let's just take a time out to pray that God's words are spoken and not mine. Because he's the only one that has the power to bring the dead things to life. He's the only truth. He's the only way. He's the only one that can bring you the breakthrough that you're looking for. So, God, thank you for this listener. Thank you for their heart to want to seek you and know you more through your word. I pray that you speak to them and that your presence would show up wherever they are listening so that they can feel the embrace of an almighty, all-knowing, and loving God. Take them deeper on their understanding of who you are and how you see them. Let us be reminded of how deep and how wide the Father's love is for us. All of this is for you, Jesus. You deserve the highest praise, so help us to give you nothing less. You say if we want wisdom, to ask and you will give it freely. So give us wisdom to understand what you have for us today. Thank you for your son, Jesus. It's because of him that we are able to approach you anytime from anywhere. So it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for doing that with me. Okay, I think we're ready. If you have been a Christian for several years, the significance of the cross might be a sermon that you have heard countless times. But as I said before, I think it's important to revisit periodically why you believe what you believe and who you are because of what Christ did for you. It's a love story that I pray never gets old. If you have ever done a study in the Old Testament, you would see that the entire 39 books point to our need for Jesus or the promise of Jesus' coming. In the beginning, when men and women were first created, it didn't take us long to disobey the one and only commandment God had given Adam and Eve. Because they made the choice to disobey God, there were consequences. Cain murders his brother Abel, and the world proceeds to get more and more wicked. So God makes a plan to flood the earth, wiping out the entire human population, but he chooses Noah to start over and try again. Just days after Noah steps off the ship, Noah and his sons commit a pretty big and corrupt sin. God calls Abraham years and years later to raise up a new nation that will love and serve God. This nation would be called the Israelites. The Bible then records a long history cycle of disobedience, consequences, repentance, forgiveness, and then the people start back to square one with the disobedience. <laughs> Oy vey. The Old Testament is so clear that we are unable to earn our way into heaven without a Savior. One of the instructions God gives the Israelites is to make a tabernacle so they can enter into God's presence and worship Him there. In the Old Testament, God gives very detailed instructions for building the tabernacle. He tells them every single square inch, 
color, fabric material, and many steps to perform the rituals just so they can be in God's presence to experience his holiness and get direction for the people. The family known as the Levites were the only family allowed to perform the rituals to enter into the temple, and it was their full-time job. Can you imagine waiting for weeks or sometimes years to hear direction from God from someone else? To have never experienced worshiping in his holy presence. I would feel so distant, so disconnected, and so unclean. Thank goodness that God made a better way. Hebrews 9.22 says, All things are cleansed with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no forgiveness. The Bible says the only way to be forgiven and to enter into God's divine presence and grace is through a perfect sacrifice. In the Old Testament, every individual had to take part in the sacrifice of animals for the forgiveness of their sins. This was all a representation of the coming of Christ. Hebrews 9 and 10 explains more about the tabernacle and sacrifices. Hebrews 9, 13 through 15 says, The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonial unclean sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who brought the eternal spirit, offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God? For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. So, because of Jesus, we are under a new covenant. That is good news, people. Jesus' last words on the cross was, It is finished. It is finished. We have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all, Hebrews 10.10. Once we believe, the blood of Jesus is all that we need to be forgiven and free from our old ways of living. No extra work is required because His grace is sufficient according to 2 Corinthians 12.9. Am I the only one that feels like having a big dance party and eating a bunch of cake to celebrate that good news? Or maybe that's just me and my love for cake. Another reason the cross is so significant is because it fulfills a promise that God had been telling the people would come for almost a thousand years. The prophet Isaiah spoke about Jesus' coming at about 840 years before Christ actually came. He was the king, redeemer, and savior that they had been waiting for. In Isaiah 53, 5-7, it reads, He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. A perfect, innocent stranger took on the punishment of my own selfish sin, the price that needed to be paid was brutal, but he willingly paid the price so we would have access to him and we get to spend eternity in heaven with him. So you might have been wondering, what does the significance of the cross have to do with my personal identity? 
Let me tell you, friend, if you can't understand the sacrifice that Jesus made, then we can't fully understand how truly loved, forgiven, and free we are. That's the core of our identity. Okay, so I told you I would challenge you every week to pick up your sword and do something with it. The only way you can go deeper in your personal walk with Christ is to take the time to study the word for yourself. My challenge this week for you is to first read John chapter 13 through 21. This is going to lead you to the story of Jesus's last hour on earth all the way through the resurrection. Write in your own words what Jesus went through for us. Then write down what does that mean to you. I hope you will join me next week where we will discuss what it means to be a new creation in Christ. Thank you so much for listening. This awesome song is titled Meant to Be by Ark North featuring Christina Marina. Please know I am praying for you every week and I would so love it if you would pray for me as well because your prayers are powerful and effective. I would love to hear how this week's episode impacted you and I hope you'll join me next week. Until next time, let's go be doers of the alive and active Word of God.